0: What is going on, everybody? It's your boy Chase, aka C R Media, as y'all may know me. We are live here for another edition of A Line in the Sand or the Line in the Sand podcast, if you will. Uh, I am here with my co-hosts, the one, the only cool McCain, uh with uh Fly Eagles Fly, um, with the uh the NS, the NFC Beast podcast. Cool, you, you let them, Eagles why am League. I telling everybody where you're from? Cool, you tell everybody where you're from.
1: And we got uh, Top of the Key on Friday nights, Play College Sports Talk on Friday nights, Eagles lead on Wednesday. Uh, of course,
0: right here, drawing that line of the sand on a Tuesday.
1: And you never know what's coming next.
0: Never, never know. And then we're also joined by our friend, uh, Brett. Brett, how are you, sir?
2: I'm doing great. How are y'all doing today?
0: Good, good. Got a got a crazy show for you. It's the final show before WrestleMania. Um, very very interesting. Um, guys, on the road to WrestleMania, I always like to do a little, you know, like uh, looking back, if you will. So let's uh let's let's talk about Mania, guys. Uh, I'm gonna throw one out here that's not on the docket. What is the first WrestleMania you remember watching live?
2: Oh, easy! WrestleMania 22. I remember my favorite moment and almost the moment that really fully got me hooked into wrestling. Edge spearing Mick Foley through a flaming table, or Shawn Michaels dropping an elbow onto Vince through a table with a trash can on his head.
0: Yes, yes, that was a that was a that was a fantastic street fight between them. Mm. Uh, that that is a uh, that's a low key like. Underrated feud. Um, I think the biggest, obviously, the biggest issue um, with that feud was uh the infamous um tag team match between Vince and Shane versus Sean and God, uh, which happened the next month. Wild <laughs> stuff. Had it not been for that match, guys, that feud would have been like Vince had some really good feuds with some guys. Uh, one of my favorite WrestleMania matches, um, you know, as crazy as it seems, is WrestleMania 19. Hogan versus Vince in a street fight. uh, I thought that match was fantastic. Had a lot of nostalgia points to it. Had a lot of real life, like real uh, bad blood between those two in it. I just, I was a huge fan of that match. Um, But the first, the first WrestleMania I remember watching live um, is, I tell this story to everybody. I was four years old and it was WrestleMania 10 and Sean and Razor um Sean and Razor uh is what is what got me. So ah uh, cool. So first WrestleMania first you remember watching remember. WrestleMania
1: eight. And the moment that I, sticks out to me was when Hulk Hogan was getting uh beat down by Papa Shango and Sid Justice. And then here comes the ultimate warrior to save him. That was crazy.
2: That's awesome. Ultimate Warrior with the late run in. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. yep. like uh Yep.
0: But, guys, to come. It, it is that season, man. Um, you know, uh, I, we're, we're going to talk about WrestleMania, guys, but I'm going to kind of stretch it out throughout the show. Um, what, what I'd like to talk about right now is um, Naomi. Uh, now, we've seen what has happened to Sasha Banks, Mercedes Monet. Uh, she signed the biggest contract in new Japan pro wrestling history. Um, but since her and Naomi's departure, we haven't really heard much from Naomi at all. Uh, but we just now uh, found out she has dropped the name Naomi. Um, and she is more active on social media. She's going by uh, going by Trinity, her, her, her shoot name. And uh, she is uncontracted and she let her contract with WWE run out. So unless she's working on signing a new one, do we see Trinity Fatu pop up somewhere else?
2: We definitely do.
0: <laughs> definitely? I, th-
2: I think That's so. Because just... she seemed, She seems like a very artistic person. And being not under contract with mm-hmm. WWE, I think that gives her a lot more freedom as opposed to being under a WWE contract as to what she can do in her free time. So everybody knows who Naomi is at this point in the WWE or in the, you know, pro wrestling world and even some outside of it, but she can still make really good money. Like, you know, working the Indies or maybe working a couple new Japan matches or even a couple one-offs in AEW while still giving herself the luxury and free time of just kind of doing whatever side projects she also wants to work on. So I think, yeah, I think she'll kind of remain a free agent for a while.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I I agree. I I think that she uh, I think she'll enjoy the the freedom that she has to kind of go and you know come and go as she wants. Uh, and you're right, Brett. She could show up. She could show, show up uh, with Mercedes and on New Japan, or the both of them could show up uh, on AEW. Um, there is a there is a unclosed story with um, with Bow Wow and jada or jade in aw um and anybody who knows uh bow wow bow Wow has a connection maybe not related uh you know says they're related but you know whatever bow wow has a certain connection to a rapper who happens to be related to mercedes so Mm -hmm. uh you know that we've i've toyed around that idea on on my shows um but i love the idea of trinity being having the freedom to go and and work and and like i said we could see a trinity and and uh, mercedes tag team uh in aw against um jade and a or or something like that so
1: so i have a, a little bit of a different thought um want to shout out philly philly who's been watching what's going on philly philly big um uh, wrestling fan but I have a little bit of a thought here. So, say, Trinity does decide to sign somewhere sooner rather than later. Obviously, she won't do it right away, right? So she'll, she'll have her you no know, compete clause and then she'll have a little fun, you know, go around doing some different things. But what if she signs with AEW in, you know, two or three months and becomes a fourth member of uh, Soraya, Tony Storm, and Ruby Soho's group um, against all of the AEW originals. Right, maybe even brings Mercedes Monet with her through that forbidden door because we do know that AEW and New Japan have a you know sort of working relationship, right? You can have a uh, New Japan belts on AEW, um, so they kind of have a little tip, tip in that uh, forbidden door where you can kind of bust through it either way if you want to. You can kind of open it pretty easily. Um, <clears throat> helps boost the that group's popularity, gives them another member uh, that's pretty much known in wrestling circles has a name um, and then also has the connection with Mercedes Monet. that could end up bringing her in for, you know, big spots. So just a thought on another, um, another angle that uh, Trinity may take.
0: Absolutely. Um, I, uh, you know, I kind of wanted to, I know we had on the docket, you know, who beats Jake Cargill. Um, so kind of just segue into that guys. We talked about Mercedes. That's my prediction. Um, you know, Brett, talk to us. Who do you think is gonna be the one that ends Jay Cargill's streak?
2: So I know there were talks about she's kind of in a holding pattern because it was originally gonna be Statlander that beats her. Mm-hmm. So if there's gonna be an AEW somebody in AEW with that's on the roster that's gonna beat her, I think they probably just stick with Statlander. But I think that probably to make the biggest impact, then yeah, I would say Mercedes is gonna be a free agent there or Trinity, so I'm gonna stick with the original idea though. I think they'll wait for Statlander to come back and beat her.
1: We could go with a Laura Loca herself as well, since she's now um, appeared there in uh, AEW. That could be an interesting guy because I mean, an interesting woman, and they have a similar finisher, um, so you know, there's that part of the story as well. If she can hit her finisher on jay which is very similar to jaded um then you know she could be the one to end that streak and of course they'll build to it they won't have that match right away uh ty valkyrie so i'm speaking of for those of you who may not know her nickname um but yeah i think ty valkyrie has a great shot to do it because at some point you need to end the streak and then Statlander, whenever she can return can just beat uh ty valkyrie for the belt
0: Yeah, I uh I, I like I said, Mercedes is my pick. Um, that's what I think, especially if they run with the connection between uh, you know, Bow Wow and, and Snoop Dogg and her. Um, you know, uh, because like I said, it's a it's an open door that they haven't closed on yet. So but uh the only reason I don't like I wanted Statlander, Brett. The only reason I'm not okay with Statlander anymore is because out of all the talent that has come up and stacked up against Jade, Statlander has ran two programs with Jade and lost to her. Yeah, uh, it's not believable for Statlander. It's, to me, it's not believable anymore for Statlander to come in and go. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. that's what I want. I really wanted Statlander to be the one. And then, like, like I said, when they when they ran two programs with her and she she lost both, I was like, well, now you can't come back and let her beat her because it's weird. You know um <laughs> yeah yeah that makes sense absolutely um uh, what are we on the docket for as well um I'm, I'm running out of order here guys i apologize oh that's no worries uh we
1: did have
0: a comment where somebody asked
1: could we talk about uh roman reigns <laughs>
0: uh, let's uh let's let's In talk about comments. rome let's talk about roman um uh, uh, you know, uh, it's time we're almost there. It's almost over.
2: Let's hope so. Yep. I, I hope so. I, I think they will be, but it would very much show at the same time, be a WWE thing for the sake of the swerve to just have Roman yep. win and then disappear until SummerSlam. Yeah. right.
0: You know, my thing, uh, my thing is like, uh, you know, they, they uh they showed the they showed the numbers again of all the champions um uh i think bruno uh or not maybe not maybe bruno or maybe uh uh morales but uh one of them one of them was almost 3000 days it's like 2700 um so let's just let's just stop with the 1000 day one i was going mean, to say i think i think that's he's funny. not even even if he hits a thousand guys, according to that list, he's not even in fourth place. Like, so I, I don't understand what the, you know, because everybody's like, oh, what's more important? Roman's thousand-day reign or or Cody finishing the uh or Cody finishing the story. Uh well, Roman's thousand-day reign would be cool if he was in second. heck i'll even give you guys third place third place but he's not he's like in fourth or fifth so it's like all right let's just let's be done
2: i was gonna say i i think it's more important to finish the story roman already has one of the most arguably impressive title range we've ever seen exactly yeah even though he's only in fourth we gotta remember guys like bruno they were wrestling like once a month in madison square garden exactly roman's you know I know he went to part-time, but at the same time, even at the beginning, he was wrestling more frequently on shows. So he's probably already wrestled more matches in this stretch than Bruno and them did in the full stretch of days.
0: Yeah. So I mean, did. it's, you know, and, and, and that's exactly what I mean. It's, it, it's so, it is, it's so, so impressive, but it, it's a, a, like a thousand is too much. 900 was too much. This, the age is different. You know, there's, <coughs> there's three shows on a week. We consume content of it every single day. They have two premium lives events a month, almost. Like it's just, it's too much for you to go. Yeah, two, uh, a, a fifteen hundred uh, day title reign is is cool. We get how powerful he is. We get how epic he is. We get how great he is. A thousand days is too much. It's time. Cody's the guy. Um, Seth should have been the guy. Uh Brock maybe could have been a guy. Um, you know, there's been so many different hmm. people who could have been the guy, but it's it's over, it's done with.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll say this. So it's a rhetorical question, number one. If it's not Cody, then who's going to beat him, right? And then the other thing is Roman's been the greatest champ, as you guys already said previously he's done a a wonderful job carrying the company he's been one of the most interesting parts of the show for a while no doubts about that no questions um when they're on raw Raw's better right when he when he decides to show up on raw and grace raw with his presence once every what three months it's 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 a big time thing but there's two problems that we have each one needs each uh show needs his own champion whether that you bring this bad boy back have Cody bring back the winged eagle and then you split the belts. Whatever you do, each show needs his own respective champion. The tag team championships, I'm fine if they go back and forth, honestly, right? It's the tag team championships. You're not featuring them every week anyway. You can have them on one show a couple weeks, other show a couple it doesn't really matter. But you need a standard bearer for both shows, and that's your champion. The Universal Champion definitely need to rename that belt. That's a horrible name. Um, and then the WWE championship. And I think they do need to be different belts. But i do i have enjoyed what roman reigns was able to do i have enjoyed how he's able to freshen things up constantly adding Sami Zayn to the mitts getting very usy for a while That was a great new wrinkle to throw in you know uh we knew where that was going to end up at but just the ride itself was was very entertaining um you know starting with paul Heyman, adding the usos adding solo it's just it was it was great how they stretched it out they've milked it long enough I think he, the break's needed. He loses the belt. He comes back at SummerSlam. He's ticked. Um, things have changed. The Usos have gone a different direction. Solo's gone a different direction. Then you kind of add him back to the mix and see how things happen at that point. That's the right move, in my opinion. But, again, as you said, Chase, we are talking about WWE, and we know how they get down sometimes. I was
2: saying say, the only guy I can see, like, that they're building up that could even remotely – potentially be believable to knock off Reigns out of an event like SummerSlam is like they're building up Gunther in an upwards trajectory but I don't think they'd pull the trigger on that and I'm more interested at this point in a Roman Reigns coming back angry and wanting his title back like a Roman Reigns revenge story because I'm not sure what other story you can run with him as champion that would interest me at this point outside of this Cody one
0: yeah uh, and, and to kind of piggyback off of that Brett I, I kind of like that because you know to watch Roman come back and go on a revenge tour would be, would be interesting because we haven't seen Roman uh, be without, you know, the bloodline uh, in a while. And so now if he, uh, if he gets beat and then he comes back on a revenge tour, what would that look like without the help of, of Paul, the, you know, uh, the Usos and whatnot. So, very interesting. Um,
1: will we a- still acknowledge him? Huh? I said, will we still acknowledge?
0: No, I don't acknowledge. <laughs> I don't acknowledge him. Uh, let's talk about. Uh, let's talk about AEW and uh, a little bit. Let's uh, let's talk about some of the news uh, outside of AEW in AEW, if you will. Uh, have you guys seen the uh, the social media interactions with? Uh, with CM Punk and um, now Dean Ambrose, yeah, yeah. So I guess uh, I, I guess Jericho said something, or Dave Dave Meltzer said something about something he heard um, about how Punk uh, wouldn't do the job or got upset about not doing the job to Moxley when they played hot potato with the title in the summer, uh, before all out. Um, it was very weird. Um, it was, it was AW really loves to do these things where they have a guy win a title in their hometown. So Mox was, they were in Cleveland. Mox won the title, uh, only to drop it back to CM Punk in Chicago at all out. Um, and then obviously what happened after that, so I guess there was some story that came out from Meltzer or something about the the uh, the mixed miscommunications and the um, the scuffles that happened between all that, and then Punk, as a way to retaliate, um, said, you know, went on social media and said, "Hey, here's what happened. I was actually really hurt. Um, they wanted me to do a job to Moxley. I was like, no, I'll just wait till the pay per view." They were like, no, it'll be a job. It'll, you know, whatever. Uh, And then Punk lawyered up, rumored, rumored, rumoredly lawyered up because of his injury. Uh, And then, as we all know, dropped the belt to Moxley in a squash match and then uh, won it back at All Out in Chicago. Uh, And like I said, had some choice words and uh, left it from there. And then, you know, as I just mentioned, I guess Moxley went on to his wife's podcast. Uh, because what better way to make your make some money out of this than to go do Do a podcast? podcast. Yeah, especially on your wives. Uh, and then I guess in this interview exposed AEW as a whole, um, and his feelings about stuff, and then also uh, had some choice, choice words about punk, um, indirectly, if you will, uh, which. He made a comment that said, uh, "You know, wrestlers should just shut the f up. Um, you know, I, I'm not involved in the drama. I don't think it's, I don't think it's necessary to go on a podcast and say X, Y, Z, um, blah, blah, blah. I'm not about all that drama. And and now that those comments are making the rounds, what what are your guys' thoughts on all this? That's a lot to digest. I know."
2: Right, It's really unfortunate because I absolutely love CM Punk. I really loved watching him in AEW. I thought he brought something different to the show every week because a lot of the vibe I get off most of the guys in AEW, a lot of their matches are more like spot fests, and he always brought a different element of like in-ring psychology and storytelling that I absolutely appreciated. So I love CM Punk. I love CM Punk in AEW. And it's just kind of sad to see it all end this way. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's a miracle resolution. But at this point, it's just looking really unlikely. So for AEW, I just hope that they're able to get the drama under control. Whatever is bothering all these top guys. Because it's not the first time we've heard stories about drama in AEW. So, you know, for the company's sake. So, you know, the the backstage is, you know, stays healthy. So... I just really hope that they're able to get all of that under control, and it's just unfortunate that this whole CM Punk great return just had to end like this.
0: I agree.
1: Yeah, um, CM Punk's kind of proven to be a loose cannon, and Dean Ambrose has been a loose cannon, whether he's Dean Ambrose, John Moxley, or whoever else. He's just a wild dude, right? And um, he just says whatever he wants to say. He doesn't really care and uh it's it's kind of unfortunate because like Brett said i kind of wanted the ccm punk there i think he would have been a big help as far as helping some of these guys turn some of these spot fits which i think aw is getting away from a little bit they're not doing it as much as they were at one point because at one point every match there was two tope suicidas it's like bro it's really not impressive it was done every match by every wrestler but they're starting to a little bit more um go away from some of the spot fest, but I think he's a guy that could have been a big guy to help with that, help with reading psychology and been a veteran, you know, in that locker room that still wrestles. But you know, he's a little bit of a, a loose cannon himself as well. So I think it's interesting. John Mosley does have a lot to say, and he's one of the locker room leaders. So it's like. If your locker room leaders are coming out saying things then you know there's obviously issues but i think you have that in any organization right but this world that we live in, we talk about this in other sports a lot this world that we live in too much gets aired out of social media right Right. some things just need to be handled in certain situations but we live in a world where that's that's what happens you kind of get more behind the scenes more behind the curtain things than you would have back in the day it's harder to keep kayfabe up you know things like that so this just falls kind of under that for me.
0: Yeah, I um, so uh, I I'm on the fence um, about some of that uh, about some of that stuff. Uh, you know, I'm punk. Punk put out a very interesting tweet when he started talking again, which is weird. Um, it's right around the time that he's uh, his injury is supposed to he's supposed to heal from his injury. Like we're right around that time period. And then all of a sudden he becomes active on social media. Dude hasn't been active on social media since since the whole thing broke out. Hasn't said a word to anybody. You know, uh, we saw we saw him made it, He made an appearance on UFC uh, during the or not UFC but uh, MMA uh, during on a commentary team, um, and they had made a comment about you know made a joke about him being a a poison in the locker room and a cancer in the locker room and and he was like yeah yeah I'm I'm bad news. Um, so I mean, like other than that, that's all we've heard. And then all of a sudden, you know, we've seen all this stuff come out and he's active on social media where we didn't hear him say a thing about Brawlout when all the reports came out about Brawlout. you know, the independent story study came out and now the independent study said that the elite weren't really at fault. So that's why they got to come back from their suspension. Never. He never said anything then. But now all of a sudden he's very vocal, so I just found that weird. Um, I part of me wants to think we are being worked a little bit here, because he had made a comment on social media. This is what I, what I was getting to: is that there was a story back in the seventies or eighties where wrestlers got into a fight, um, and Jerry Lawler brought them into the into the locker room in Memphis, and they were able to re- out they were able to uh, to put their differences aside for the sake of the business, he tweeted that or not tweeted it, but he commented that on somebody's Instagram sound story. Sound real familiar, right? Started out as a shoot, ends up being a work, you know, they got into a, they got into an altercation. They realize, Hey, nobody here wants to lose their job. So, you know, so that's why I'm, I'm on the fence about it. The other part of me is like, you know if, if it is real if this is all unfolding in front of our faces and it's all all shoot no works really odd and obnoxious of John Moxley to talk about people going on social media uh, <laughs> and podcast starting drama when I'm pretty sure that. when when I'm pretty sure when that dude left WWE the first thing he did was go get on Chris Jericho's podcast and air out all of his drama in WWE. Name dropped, told stories, blah, blah, blah. I, I don't know if anybody, I, like I said, I, this is why part of me thinks that this is a work because Moxley seems like a smart guy. You're not really that dumb, are you, Moxley? Like, like because you know, the like, hey, you know, a chip is a chip, my friend, If it walks like a chicken, talks like a chicken, balks like a chicken. Like, it's a chicken, my guy. So I, I don't know.
2: Say- um I think I'll give it to like all out a year from the incident. If CM Punk's not back, there's no mention of Punk or anything by then. I think it's pretty safe to say, or he's not in the build, then he's not going to be with AEW again. Cause where would be a better place than to have the CM Punk return match against like Mox or the elite or whatever they'd want to do. Then inch then back in Chicago at the same event this all started at.
1: Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. Uh-
1: so, Chase, you bring up a great point, though. Um, I, I do agree with you, too, Brett, but you bring up a great point, um, Chase, in that Tony Khan is not above these works. He did that with MJF, remember? They had the little video and everything when MJF came back. Yeah. So he's not above turning something that's real and shooting it and making it a work. So Exactly. That is definitely um, <clears throat> a good possibility. Um, I hope that that's what's happening here, like, kind of like you said um it is interesting that we're starting to get all these parties talking once you know CM Punk's getting back healthy and once uh Ambrose is now I'm just going to call him Ambrose I can't remember Ambrose or Moxley so we're just going to go with Ambrose um we'll we'll go with uh what about John Ambrose or Dean Moxley that way I'll make sure I get it straight (laughs) (laughs) but either way all jokes aside um I think um you know he's through with uh, Man now right so he's kind of freed up so it'd be perfect for him once he gets this thing concluded with the dark order um to roll into a little program and maybe have a match with cm punk so we'll see if that happens but it is a good point it is something that could actually happen
0: hey i i got something shared uh cool uh so there it is there's the tweet from cm punk or the the on instagram the comment he posted on his story that he deleted Great story about Gator and Coco fighting in the locker room and then Lawler drags them in the office the next day and they squash their beef. Fascinating. Man, isn't that like kind of foretelling? It sounds really, really familiar, guys. I was going to so, say, you, you already have,
2: you have John Moxley in the Blackpool Combat Club, CM Punk's best friends with FTR. Like, the feud writes itself, if you don't want to rush CM Punk into a match with Mox. Yeah. Put them in a six man tag. CM Punk and FTR versus the Blackpool Combat Club, or exactly the Elite.
0: Like, because because guess what's going to happen? Guess what's going to happen next Wednesday? Next Wednesday, FTR is going to fight the Gun Club uh, for their careers. Um, I think FTR wins. Uh, FTR is not going anywhere. And then who would FTR? Because you're not going to have two baby faces, or you're not going to have. Uh, you know, the acclaimed in FTR. You're not going to have the gun club. They may, the gun club may go, but eventually guess who's going to have to face the gun club. Or I mean the, the tag team champions, the,
1: the Blackpool,
0: the Blackpool combat club. And man, wouldn't that be crazy to have Cesaro? Um, uh, Yuta. Cesaro. yeah. Cesaro, Yuda, Moxley, and a six man tag, man, wouldn't it be even crazier if we if we got if we got uh, the American Dragon back, Brian Danielson, and uh, and Brian Danielson is stuck between two worlds because Brian's like, man, do I go with the Blackpool Combat Club, who were kind of who I was kind of getting a little upset with before I left because of their antics, or do I go with my old running mate uh, in ROH, CM Punk? Uh, you know, th- there's just different dynamics they could add to it. And like I said, it's just weird to me that if CM Punk is so vocal now about what everybody's saying now, where was he four months ago when, when everybody called him a liar, where was he, you know, where was he right after, where, where was he after all out where everybody was like, he's a cancer, blah, blah, blah. And all that other stuff hasn't said a word about none of that stuff, but now all of a sudden comes out and starts saying stuff. Man, it's just that's weird.
2: Plus, not to mention the only thing we really haven't seen CM Punk do in AEW is have a proper heel run. The elite are, you know, baby faces. And there we go. You can get the best of both worlds. You can build it, yeah. tap into that story, and we can get a proper CM Punk heel run, finally.
0: We we could. I just my problem is. I, I mean, I'd still root for him because I, uh, my stance on that situation stays, um, that I, I don't, I don't care, I don't care what anybody says. You can't convince me that the Bucks were the Bucks and Kenny are the good guys in this situation.
1: You can't ever convince me that the Bucks and Kenny are the good guys. He'd, probably, him,
2: he'd probably be more of a tweener because of crowd reaction. But.
0: I think so. I think so too because I think that we because we have seen. That West Coast that West Coast crowd. There's some they always talk about like y'all in Philly. They always talk about that crowd in Philly or uh or Chicago. Chicago and Philly, the two crowds that they harp on the most. But man, I think the West Coast crowd is weird. Uh, because they just I don't know what it is, man. Like Britt Baker. They were cheering Britt Baker. Um, yeah. they were cheering the Young Bucks. Uh, you know, obviously, because the young bucks are from there, but it's just uh, they're they're they that's a weird crowd. Is that California? That West Coast crowd, California. So get to go get to go be a part of that crowd uh, hmm. tomorrow. So oh, I bet you're excited. I am, man. I am super excited.
1: Yeah, I'll be I, in uh, Philly next year. Yeah, I'm starting yep. my countdown already.
0: I'm, I'm telling I you, man. going to save
2: up money to go to Philly next year for Mania. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna be there.
0: Plus the, uh, plus the other biggest part about this whole thing, um, is, uh, uh, FCR, like for real love punk. Like, so uh, I, I wouldn't be shocked if, if that stuff had been a part of, uh, some negotiations. Um, Key says, where has Adam Cole been, uh, training to get back from his injury. Uh, I yep. don't think people understand how serious this last injury was for Adam Cole. Yeah. He had a bad condition. Uh, uh, Adam Cole, uh, uh, Adam Cole almost didn't make it back. Like he, he was, he was like 89 to 95% done and about to retire. Um, and then we, 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 we were fortunate enough to, um, for him to be ready to come back. So don't expect to see him back full time. And, uh, don't expect this to last very long. So I think this uh I think this will be one last push for for Adam Cole Bay Bay. Oh, yeah, I think he gets
1: um the AEW championship somewhere in this round because it's probably his last one, like you said.
0: Yep. Uh very interesting though to put him up against um Daniel Garcia. Very interesting. Like nothing it. wrong with nothing wrong with Daniel Garcia. Love Daniel Garcia. They're going to be on tomorrow night. Uh, That's when, uh, so key to answer your question, Adam Cole will be returning to the ring tomorrow night against Daniel Garcia. And love me some Daniel Garcia. But man, just like Kyle O'Reilly, Gunther, like they wrestle really strong, really stiff, um, really rough. So for a guy who's got like a, for a guy who's got pins and needles in his neck, uh, it's it's a it's a weird weird uh, thing to put him in a match with somebody like that. So, all I got to say, man, is it's Adam Cole, baby. <laughs>
2: I'm just happy he's able to come back and finish out his career on his own terms. Yes, yeah,
1: agree. Um, he's a he's a great entertainer, right? Like he's a good wrestler. Don't get me wrong, but the entertainment part, he he nails, and that's what's you know really important. Absolutely. He could join the JS. He's a sports entertainer. Just
0: kidding, y'all. Just kidding. <laughs> um, Guys, uh, while we're on the subject of uh, AEW, um, Kenny Omega versus Jeff Cobb tomorrow?
2: Oh, I, yeah. There's nothing that made me happy more than hearing Battle cry again and seeing Kenny Omega back in the single – in The single scene there, I really missed watching him just pull off you know five star match after five star match. He definitely lives up to the moniker, the best bout machine, and I absolutely cannot wait for that tomorrow.
0: Yep, uh, the, the last match he or the match he had last week against uh, uh, against the, the guy from Mexico, yeah, Vikingo. Yeah, um, they by Kingo, uh, yeah. they uh, they tore the house down. I was there live, it was lots of fun. Um, it was, it was great. So I expect to see the same thing from, uh, from him and Jeff Cobb. Um, I love
1: that okay. this happening with no story, right? Like you don't need like a story for every match. It's just, Hey, just Cobb, Kenny Omega. Let's watch a great match. Yeah. Screw the story. Let's just have two guys. One's a big meaty man and uh Kenny Omega. Let's now I'll tell you what would be impressive. Put him in a one way angle angel that would be impressive.
0: Yes. Absolutely. Um let's uh let's go back to Wrestlemania here guys. Um
1: replacement Sports has a quick comment that's interesting here Chase. Man, I'll to carry Omega to those
0: classics. Oh, interesting. It,
2: I mean it take it really uh, does uh, take two to I ten, mean though.
0: it's 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 nice. It's wrong, but it's really nice. So <laughs>
2: I, I was going to say, it takes two to tango when you have a match like Okada yeah, and Omega. But,
0: yeah, I mean, Okada and Omega are are burners. Like, they're classics. So they, um, But but Kenny yeah. still goes out, you know, but Kenny still goes out there and has fantastic matches, too. Kenny's, uh, yes, Okada is amazing. Nobody's taking mm-hmm. anything away from Okada. Kenny is still one of the best in the world. So, uh, you know, it's just... It's weird. That's weird. It was weird when people do stuff like that. So, and like I said, it's nice. It's, everybody's entitled to their opinion. Replacement sports, but you know, I mean, uh, let's shift gears a little bit, guys. Um, do we want to do some WrestleMania predictions? I'm always for
1: WrestleMania predictions, man. i right, hey, uh, be wrong two thirds of the time, but let's go.
0: Yeah, let's do. Uh, let's do some WrestleMania predictions, and then let's talk about Raw, uh, and then we'll uh, we'll close out. Works for me. All right. Match 1 of WrestleMania. Let's do the um Night
1: 1 match 1.
0: Uh yeah, match match 1, Night 1. Um Uh gosh, who Who uh Who's going to start off Night 1?
2: Oh, uh, that was Cena in theory.
0: All right, let's go with that one. Let's go with that one and I'll I'll skip it when I get to the, the rest of the order. Well, who you, who do you got?
1: Theory, it only makes sense for theory to win the match, right? Um, just because if you bury theory, he may never return from it in the fans' eyes and getting, you know, further up the ladder. So bike replacement sports says, yeah. It's what needs to happen. It's not necessarily what should happen, but it's the logical conclusion. And again, two-thirds of my predictions are going to be wrong, so let's just be clear about that.
0: I'm okay with that. <laughs> I, I agree with
2: that. I think it just has to be theory. is not going to be around long-term. The only acceptable way I think you book Casino win is if he comes out the next night, does his John Cena U.S. Open challenge, and then you use him to introduce a new star like Maybe Braun Breaker loses that stand and deliver and then comes and beats Cena for the U.S. title on Monday. But I really, I'm not sure how long Cena will be willing to stick around, if he's even sticking around in Los Angeles for after Mania or what he's doing. So I'm just going to put money on uh, Austin Theory on this one.
1: So Key's not able to hop on, but she says Cena's going to be passing to Torch, excuse me, and Theory wins.
0: Uh, I, I I do ag- I do agree with that. I do think that I do think that this is kind of Cena's way. Uh, if you look at if you look at the past matches that Cena has had, um, he has absolutely dog walked uh, his opponents on the microphone, uh, but then has put has put them over in the ring. Um, so. Uh, this was another one where you saw Cena just absolutely embarrassed Theory on the microphone all all week. Um, WWE has played that clip of him having no balls um, all week, and so I don't know. I just I, I I don't. There's not a scenario in my head where I see Cena winning this, unless like Brett said, and even even then, Brett you look at a man I don't think he looks like he's in ring shape like he's in shape it's John Cena John Cena is always going to be in shape like yeah don't be don't be ridiculous but he doesn't look like he's in Cena like in ring shape so I just don't know if he'd win the U.S. title and then you know but I like your I also like your thought of him winning the U.S. title even though you jumped ahead that's all right I'll forgive you this one time Brett you do it again <laughs> and off with your head but no, um <laughs> uh I could see Cena winning and then coming out to uh the next night on Raw, doing the open challenge, and then we get a, a surprising return. So or a debut, I mean. So um the uh the next match on the docket, Ray Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio. I
2: I feel like this is gonna be Dominic. Like I, I feel like Ray what he would want more than anything is to put over his own son on the grandest stage of them all. So I feel like this is one of those matches that even if they told Ray they want him to win, he'd probably fight it. Because I think more than anything, he just would want to put over Dom. So I got Dom on this one. Yep.
1: I'm going to go Dom as well. Um, but I got to be honest.
0: I gotta be on. <laughs> that's what that's what got me. <laughs> uh well, since he uh, since he dipped out, I'm gonna go ahead and give my prediction. Um, I'm gonna paint a picture for you, Brett. Right. Um, you know, I told Cool last week on this show because Cool or somebody or maybe it wasn't on the show, maybe it was in our maybe it's in our group chat, but somebody had mentioned. Do you think or like do you see or think that uh, what this ain't Lakers talk? What is going on? Uh um we uh
1: yeah, that was weird. That was weird.
0: Um uh get the get the Lakers talk off here.
1: Oh what in the world
0: happened there? I don't know. I don't yeah. know. You 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 derailed the whole show, my guy. I
1: really did, man. It <laughs> was definitely not the goal, but that's definitely what happened.
0: Yeah. Um but so Uh, apologize. Uh, we were talking about Ray and Dom. So somebody in the chat or on this show last week, can't remember which mentioned something about Dom, uh, committing a, uh, committing a, uh, you know, a promo or an attack on Ray during the hall of fame. And we were like, no, 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 that they, they don't do that at the hall of fame. Well, then key shared that article that said, they're thinking about running an angle at the hall of fame. And so I, I think that's where you could see it happen. This is, I think, that Dom comes out and then interrupts Ray's speech. Ray gets through most of it because Ray, you know, Ray deserves that. But, you know, to your point, Brett, Ray has said on on record multiple times, I want to put Dom over and I want Dom to retire me. So what I could see is I could see Dom heading to the stage at the Hall of Fame and uh, calling his dad out and telling his dad how ridiculous it is that he's an active wrestler going into the Hall of Fame and how he just always wants the spotlight for himself. And then Ray Ray puts it up, or maybe Dom uh, asks him to, and then Ray accepts, but Dom pretty much says, put your career on the line tomorrow night so you can be a retired Hall of Fame, a Hall of Fame retiree. And, and that's how we get it. And then night one, uh, we see Dom take on Ray and beat him, and Ray rides off into the sunset so uh the next match on the docket, maybe maybe not I had it uh I had it up and then
1: uh I missed everything up Huh? oh
0: my gosh you <laughs> yeah you, you 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 made me uh you made me click out of it. <laughs> Uh, we, we have a we have the men's WrestleMania showcase tag team match, guys. So I assume this would be for like the number one contendership for the tag team titles. Um maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But uh uh Braun Strowman and Ricochet versus the Street Profits versus Alpha Academy versus the Viking Raiders. Uh
2: this is my uh bathroom break match of the night. I mean, they're just like, they haven't announced it's for the number one contenders or anything. So as far as I know, we have a fatal four-way, which means absolutely nothing. But even if it's for the number one contendership, it's going to be a good match, but it's just not something I'm overly interested in. If I had to pick a winner on this one, I'll probably, I'll take Viking Raiders. Give us a new team in the tag division. I like it i'm
1: going to say that um i agree with Brett. i probably am going to the bathroom when, after ray and dominic in dominic enter um after i go to the bathroom I'm going to get in line if i was there and i would be going ahead and getting my snacks for the rest of the show doing this two matches here because these are definitely the two um they're at least exciting for me. Um, picking a winner, I'm just going to go with the guys I like the most and pick the Street Profits because we all want the smoke.
0: I uh, So I look at all three, or I look at all four of these teams, and two of them I think are on the verge of about to break up. Um, uh, street Profits I think are about to break up soon. Um, and Otis and Gable are looking Jeff like went. they're about to – are definitely splitting up. He's about to be Otis. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, because Otis is uh it looks like he's running with the, the maxim male models. Uh Braun Strowman and Ricochet, uh I hate random paired teams like that. I always hate it when they stick two guys together because it's just it's very lazy and it's just like their way of being like, Hey, we got nothing for these guys, so here's a random team. Uh so I'm going with the Viking Raiders as well. Um I I look at some of these matches. I wouldn't say that this would be my bathroom break, but um, yeah, I, I don't think this would be my bathroom break. But we'll uh, we'll see. Uh, the
1: long break, though. You know, this is honestly for me. This is a two match break, so that's even better.
0: Yeah, uh, well, <laughs> maybe a three, depending on how you feel. Uh, there's there's the wrestling. Uh, there's the women's WrestleMania showcase match now. Uh, mm-hmm. That I would assume would be for the number one uh, contendership. Um, uh, uh, Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez versus Natalia Natalia and Shotzi versus Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler versus a mystery tag team.
2: Yeah, I, I I think this one's pretty easy. It's uh, I think they're gonna go with Ronda and Shayna. That's the biggest star in the match. That's where the money is. That's the draw, so I think they'll keep it simple with Rousey and Shayna. And I normally agree with you, Kyle. You don't take a bathroom break with Montez Ford in the ring. The issue is he's not always going to be in the ring, so don't really care what Angelo Dawkins and Braun Strowman are doing. So,
1: And you can catch those highlights of Montez Ford while you're in line getting your snacks because there's TVs all around.
0: Agreed. <laughs> I agree I, i'm going with the uh, i'm going with the mystery team here uh hmm. I, I think depending on who the mystery team is um I, I think i think there's a possibility you could see um caden carter and uh uh chance costanza um the two that were just tag team champions prior in nxt i can see them getting called up um I don't know but uh, I if not if not the uh, the surprise tag team then yeah I'm gonna have to go with Shayna and and Rhonda as well um, hopefully it leads to a, uh, a Ronda and Shayna split um, down the road so <laughs> a, a, replacement sports is right uh, you have to uh, the extra point if you uh, can name the mystery team
2: uh Santina Morella <laughs>
0: santina yep. santina and beth phoenix
2: there we go yeah
0: although i, I was I, gonna I, say beth phoenix honestly so you
2: know yeah
0: be a little weird because i know uh i know santino is actually uh an
1: authority figure
0: yep an authority figure in impact in impact. Okay. that's right um Real quick shout out to the chat, replace we'll with sports man. Appreciate you lighting up the comments. Yes, sir. He uh, in the building. Um, Philly, Philly. Uh, my guy, Jake, the tribal chief. Uh, I, think I, saw, I think I saw my guy, Hunter Dillon, in here. Really. Mm-hmm. Definitely appreciate uh, everybody joining us, hanging out with us. We are breaking down the WrestleMania 39 card. Um, next match Intercontinental Championship Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus versus Gunta.
2: This is probably outside of the Usos versus KO and Sami Zayn. This is probably going to be the second best match of the weekend or even the best. I am completely looking forward to this match. I'm so excited for it. I think I'm going to... I know when I talked about this before, I said uh, Drew McIntyre. In the time I had to think about it, I'm switching teams. I'm doing Sheamus. I think he becomes a Grand Slam champion at WrestleMania.
0: what you think cool
1: I am going with Drew McIntyre um I think that when I say turn out on me like like a bad guy somebody there's a situation where it's like Seamus has an advantage on Gunther or they're like all three together he takes out Seamus real quick and and then uh gets a a good move in on um Gunther what I'd like to see him win with is his old DDT when he was the chosen one, I would love to see him do that, and then I'd love to see his old music play when he wins. That would be great.
0: Um. So i uh, I would agree. Um. I really like. I mean, like, if we're fantasy booking that, I really like the idea of Drew turning on. Um. I really like the idea of Drew turning on Sheamus. I'm telling not you, not really. Just- not really turning on him. I think the turn would come like late after WrestleMania. I think it was just kind of like an every man for himself. And Sheamus gets really upset and he's like, that was, I I've never had my WrestleMania moment and you stole my, and you stole my, uh, my, um, my all crown, uh, title. Uh,
1: he's been a crybaby lately about it, anyway. So this will work perfectly into the storyline they're building. Yep.
0: Uh, and then and then they feud they feud on for the summer and maybe they ended at SummerSlam or Clash at the Castle. Um God, that would be great. Uh have Seamus have Seamus finally or have Seamus beat Drew for the Intercontinental title at, at Clash at the Castle again. Um I like it. I like it. Uh next match, gentlemen. Uh this is another one I'm super excited for. Uh, because I I posted in the chat there are rumors running rampant right now. Uh, that Christian Cage has gotten the OK and the green light from AEW to appear on, um, to appear uh, at WrestleMania for a brood entrance uh, with Gangrel, Edge, and Christian. Um, uh, because the Demon Finn Balor, we found out from Finn Balor, uh, the Demon will be in the Hell in a Cell as well. Uh, so the best way for them to uh, to contradict the demon would be Brood Edge. So uh, inside Hell in a Cell, guys, who you got, Edge or Finn Balor?
1: I- I'm not going against the demon. It's the demon, and he's not fighting Roman Reigns.
2: I <laughs> say I, I already had picked Finn for this one, but now I know the demon's coming out. Yeah, now I'm def- I'm doubling down with uh, Finn plus Edge's going to retire within the next year or two. I think he said by next year, it's probably going to be it for him. So let Finn have his big WrestleMania moment and go over edge. Cause they would definitely do the most to help in the long run.
0: I think that if edge, I think if edge gets a brood entrance and we see Gangrel and Christian cage, um, who's contracted by AEW, uh, I'm going with edge. If it's just, if it's just, you know, the same brood edge from the past couple of years. I want Finn to win, but I agree with Replacement Sports Network's comment. Uh Edge has eight dog duty uh against the against the against the judgment day. Um but him, and, him
1: and Beth did win the tag team match against Rio. Yeah,
0: yeah. But but I mean that's like the only win they've gotten though.
1: Edge doesn't uh, need wins at this point, though, really like. I You're mean right, honestly, he doesn't, but yeah, he doesn't need wins. Edge can lose the next seven matches and then whoever he fights in match number eight will still be a big deal. Yeah. He's kind of like several albums. But right
0: the now. feud is the feud is kind of the feud kind of becomes uh like it kind of runs a little lackluster, in my opinion. If you run if you run an eight-month feud with somebody and only one person's winning, that's like, you know... <laughs> But uh, I, I like I said, I, I I'd be okay with it either way. But man, if 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 they let Christian come out of the t- come up from the 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 floor with Gangrel and Edge, dude, I'm I'm gonna lose my stuff.
1: And they gotta not, wear it. they gotta wait. wear the shirts, the old school yep. shirts and the purple pants. Yep. And Gangrel's got to be in front.
0: I I could see you know what I I could see WWE trying to. Especially especially some, a company like WWE. I could see them trying to swerve us, just sticking some dude with a blonde wig and a white shirt and be like, oh my god, it's Christian. <laughs> Christian Cain, it's Christian Times. <laughs> use uh, one of use one of those guys from NXT, one of those uh like one of those guys from Pretty Deadly. Yes, I was about to say that's exactly-
2: <laughs> <laughs> it, let, let's be real, it's WWE. We know the horse the swerve would be horn
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) Bro, they're probably horny. It's over.
0: Uh, Speaking of coming up short, um, uh, Brock Lesnar versus Omos, guys. Who you guys got? So,
1: I first have to say, after the bathroom break and getting drinks earlier, this is my second bathroom break match for sure. Um, I mean, it's got to be Brock, right? Like, it's got to be Brock. Unless there's interference, one on one has got to be Brock because it's
0: Brett's going to steal. Bro, Brett's going to steal my theory. Go ahead, Brett.
2: So yeah, I, once again, I wrote. Uh, I wrote a whole article about it. You can find that on SportsEmpireNetwork.com. Shameless plug right there, but one on one, it would definitely be Brock. However, they've been teasing reuniting the hurt business. If you're gonna do it do it big do it at mania do it during this match and let omos get the biggest win of his life i'm gonna stick with my gut and say that Brock lesnar wins this one but i wouldn't be shocked at all if they had a hurt business reunion and omos ends up being the victor in this one
1: so replacement says that uh omos can't go very long he doesn't have stamina
0: yeah Uh, Brock, Brock doesn't have very much either. Um, he, he, but Brock has an excuse. He has diverticulitis. Um, so, uh, the fact that the fact that they let Lesnar go, uh, for as long as he has sometimes is absolutely insane to me. Um, so this, this match has one purpose and one purpose only. This is to give you a WrestleMania moment. This is to give you a Hogan slammed Andre. Uh, you know, something crazy—Undertaker Uh Undertaker choke slamming Mark Henry, or three tombstones to Kane. It's supposed to give you that ooh ah mania moment, supposed and that's safe. what's gonna happen. Yep, that's what's gonna happen when Lesnar picks up Omos for an F five. That crowd is gonna blow the roof off of it. And then what's gonna happen is Omos is gonna kick out of that F five, and then MVP is gonna get up on the apron. And I guys, I wouldn't even be shocked if this ends in a DQ. Um, uh, but I, I see see, since Bobby Lashley is not going to have a match at WrestleMania, just in case you all don't know, spoiler alert, Bray is injured, um, injured. Uh, I think that he, um, I think Bobby Lashley makes his appearance known in this match and they form the, the hurt business. So.
1: I just want to say for everyone who's not clear, Bray Wyatt is performing um, what they do in the NBA, call it load management. He's load management in uh, WrestleMania. Not the wisest decision, but that's the decision he's made. Yep.
2: I, I definitely agree with that, Chase. I think the only thing that he can't do is I definitely, the only part I didn't agree with is I think that this cannot end in a DQ or any anything like that. Just I, don't think it,
0: pop- I agree, but I, I just wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, no, absolutely I, I wouldn't be sure. I could, I could see somebody backstage going, going, no, no, not a DQ. It's WrestleMania. We can't do that. But then them going, but we're going to give them the hurt business, and they've been begging for the hurt business to come back, so I think it's okay. And then when it happens, they're going to go, man, that was a really dumb idea. Who thought of that? Um, the next <laughs> match, Becky Lynch, Lita, and Trish Stratus versus Bayley. EO sky and Dakota Kai
2: to me, uh, to me, this one's pretty, this one's interesting. Cause I, obviously I could see in a, a scenario in where the legends and the legends and Becky go over, we get a happy WrestleMania moment, but I think the more fun and interesting part and the idea, and this is where I would go with it, damage control wins. And then you have a Trish Stratus heel turn and take out Becky Lynch then you let the team that's going to be there every week, full time, Damage Control, they get a major boost for beating Becky, Lita, and Trish. And now you have set up a semi-main a main event match for SummerSlam. You know, maybe not like a main event match, but like one of those special attraction matches. So I'm going to go Damage Control and either Trish or Lita turn heel and attack Becky.
1: So I'm going to go Damage Control as well. I believe Trish is the option the one to turn uh, because the setup from what I'm hearing down the line is that they want to match between Trish and the man. So here's why I think I'm a little different. I'm thinking we're gonna get a double turn. Bailey sucks as a bad guy. she sucks like really bad so this would be an opportunity where you could possibly do a double turn and get becky on the good side which is where she definitely belongs i'm not saying she's great there but when you made her a bad guy she's just become the most uninteresting person there she's more uninteresting than almost often so um that's my thoughts and again everything i say take with a grain of salt two-thirds of the time i'm wrong i uh
0: i i agree i think uh I, I think damage control needs this win. Um, and then damage control. I don't think we'll get a turn at WrestleMania. I think if one of them turns, I think I could see it happening when they lose the tag team championships. Um I'm not I'm not really big on the idea of it being Trish and Becky because I mean the match that I really wanted to see was uh the match I really wanted to see was um was is Lita and Becky, uh, and the match I wanted to see was Trish and Charlotte, and we got that match already. I just, it's weird. It's, it's weird to, you know, have that. And if they're gonna feud, I'd rather see Trish as the baby face and Becky as the heel. So I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Becky gets upset with Lita after they lose the tag team titles, and Becky attacks Lita, uh, and then injures injures her, and Trish uh, Trish makes the save. And that's how we get Becky and Trish. I just uh, uh, a Hall of Fame heel turn for a Hall of Famer doing a heel turn just doesn't interest me. Uh, I but- say
2: the, if they did a lead, it would definitely have to take place at like SummerSlam or even further because she just seems to get winded like really quickly into matches. She just doesn't have the stamina for a mm-hmm. one-on-one, at least yeah. right now. So I'm down for that idea. But if they're gonna do that, that match better be like way into the future and give Lita a lot of time to get back into ring shape to be able to go for 10-15 minutes.
0: Yes, agreed.
1: I think they just need to not do it at all. I'd rather see Becky not feud with either one of them to be honest with you. That's just what I've you know, dirt sheets and different places have been saying, but I'd rather not see either one of them feud with Becky. I
0: I I'll agree with you. I, I'm I'm not interested, like I said, I'm not interested in seeing Trish. The match that I wanted to see Trish have, she's already had, mm-hmm. um, and I'm I'm just not interested in uh, uh, seeing Lita. Um, you know, I, I I don't know. I I'm just I'm not. Uh, it's 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 this match is weird in itself. But um, so did we all? Did we all? We all pick damage control, right? Clean sweep. Yeah, clean sweep. I like it. I'll Probably like ever it. happens. Um, Raw Women's Championship, Bianca Belair versus Asuka.
1: Got to go with the EST.
2: This one's really tough for me because I feel like the answer is Bianca, but I really, really love Asuka. I think I'm going to stick with my homer pick, and I'll go uh, Asuka on this one. And take that with a grain of salt because that is just because Asuka's might be my favorite female wrestler on the roster.
1: <laughs> so the video package on Raw is what made me more confident in my Bianca uh, selection.
0: I, uh, I I'm going with Bianca. I think when we picked last week, I think I went with Bianca too. Um, uh, and the reason the reason why I'm doubling down on that pick this week, um. Somebody, somebody, somebody fantasy booked the story for me, um, and I love it. Um, we're talking about unifying titles. Uh, supposedly Triple H approved a, a belt design. Uh, we could get this new belt design as soon as the Monday after after WrestleMania um, for Cody. So I wouldn't be shocked if they combined if they combined the, the women's titles into one title. Um, and the way to do that is after Rhea beats Charlotte, and Rhea Rhea runs through the competition for the next couple of months. Guess what happens? Rhea goes and invades RAW and says, "Now I want your title." And we get Bianca versus Rhea, which would be an amazing match at SummerSlam. Mm. And you know and there I could see Rhea I could see Rhea beating Bianca, but.
2: You know, I like I just, that. Idea I don't better. think I don't
0: think Oscar's the one.
2: You know, I like that idea better. I'm changing my answer just because you convinced me with that story, and that would be <laughs> phenomenal.
1: I like it. I, I like hate the idea. unified championships. I got to. I know. Be
0: I, I know. I. I. I, 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 I so here's what I think is going to happen. Cool. I think that they are going to unify them in some way, shape, or form, and then they're going to do a draft, and because they wanted to do a draft when Hunter very first took over. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the story with with Roman and the belts, it just didn't fit. It didn't fit the mold, so I think they are going to do it, and I think when they do, I think the brand that is without a champion, so Rhea goes to SmackDown, or Rhea goes to SmackDown to beat to beat Charlotte, and uh, and then I think when Rhea goes to Raw to beat, um, you know Bianca. I think Rhea and Rhea, you know, gets a unified title, then they're going to introduce a new women's championship on the vice versa show. And then SmackDown will introduce their new championship because Cody would be on Raw.
1: Cody so, has to stay on Raw.
0: Yep. That's that's the only that's the only way I can see it happening. Of course, they'll find some way. Uh, you know, like you said, we're, we the, we're right. We're only right two thirds of the time. So well, y'all wrong two-thirds, two-thirds of the time. Of the time. So yeah, I'm, I'm only right about
1: one-third of the time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, clean sweep again. Uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus the Usos.
1: The brothers beat the, the Usos.
2: I will say to me, this is the keep it short, keep it simple, keep it easy. The only payoff that feels right for this match is KO and Sami winning the tag titles. And then that can set up some friction between the bloodline between Roman and the Usos for the next night. So either they abandon him or they lose focus and maybe they super kick him, cost him the match. And then you can have some bloodline civil war down the road as a story on top of a title feud. Like, you can set up multiple possibilities. But I think that all stems from this match, which absolutely should be the main event of WrestleMania Night 1. I won't accept anything else for an answer because, quite frankly... With the build and the story, this is the only match that makes sense in the main event slot. And I think it has to be KO and Sammy. Agreed. Agreed. Man. I
0: don't I don't think I don't think there's a I don't think there's a choice any other way. Um Charlotte versus Rhea.
1: So what they do to charlotte when she's champ, because i feel like she's been champ like 30 times but she's only held the championship like two years i feel like she's always she's the champ but then she always loses or something happens so i feel like it's gonna happen again i think like we were talking about with austin theory same scenario Rhea really needs to win this match if Rhea doesn't win this match who is Rhea at that point
2: I was gonna say the only like title the time I really really hated Charlotte title reigns was when her and Sasha just started playing hot potato with the title. That annoyed me. I would also I would definitely enjoy starting to see her in some non-title feuds because it feels like the only story she has like ever is for the title. That's like her biggest character, which it makes sense. She's the daughter of Charlotte Flair or Rick Flair. I mean, but we can still have different feuds for her besides. Hey, I'm gonna fight for a title. I think that the only right answer here too is Rhea. She's the hottest superstar on the roster right now, outside of like Sami Zayn and the Bloodline, and KO. Outside of that story, the next best thing right now is Rhea Ripley. So I feel like the only right answer is Rhea goes over Charlotte.
0: Yeah. Yep. This is like I said, uh, like I said last week. This is Charlotte's way of, of. Paying back Rhea for WrestleMania 36, so I uh, I can dig it. Um, Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul.
1: Everyone's gonna be saying, "Oh, oh!" <laughs> <laughs> Definitely has to be Rollins. Logan Paul was there to draw ratings, give the possibility that he could win. Because he can hit you with the um with that punch from that surgically repaired hand, but yeah, we're definitely going to go with the Psycho Seth.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. I give Seth Rollins a win. Logan Paul will he'll get some highlights on Sports Center. Mm-hmm. He'll help bring more eyes to the product. He'll throw they'll throw on an absolute banger of a match. This will probably be the third best match of the weekend, and it could also challenge for first. It's going to be absolutely phenomenal. I'm going to go with uh, Seth Rollins, but part of me would not be surprised if Logan Paul won this one either. I
0: I wouldn't be surprised, um, but I I, I watched... um, You know, everybody talks about AJ Styles' streak he went on of losing on pay-per-views or premium live events. Um, I feel like... I feel like Seth only won like twice last year, if even that, yeah. um, on premium live events. Uh, so I, I I feel like it's an injustice to Seth, who um, who has been the workhorse of this company for the past five six years since his injury. Um, uh, I feel like he's been the workhorse of this company, and I feel like he deserves deserves it on this stage. But Seth is also a, a very good team player. He always has been. Um, and so I could see Seth being okay with with Logan going over here. But I, I don't know, man. Um it's a little weird. So
1: I think he took the dive for Cody last year. So he's got to win this year. Yep.
0: Yep. The uh the next match, guys, John Cena or no, we already did that one. Ha ha ha. Main <laughs> event time. Cody Rhodes, Roman Reigns. What do you guys got?
1: Kristen's going to have a new royal family.
2: Yeah. (laughs) We touched on this earlier. I don't really see a need for this title reign to hit a thousand days. I don't really see a need for it to go past April 2nd. I think it's just got to be Cody. Because if theoretically, let's say Roman wins, now what? What what, what are you doing? Because Roman's still going to take time off after Mania most likely. It's a report, obviously. I guess we won't know for sure until after Mania, but I'm 99% sure that's going to be accurate. So, yeah, to me, the only right answer here is Cody.
0: It has to be Cody. It's it's time. It's done. It's ran its course. It has to be Cody. Because if not here, then where? If not now, then when? And then
1: Sammy extended the bloodline. If Sammy doesn't join, we don't get that whole little silly – situation this hasn't been done months ago. Yep. Yep.
0: Agreed. All right, guys. So that's WrestleMania predictions part two. I know we did them last week, but I kind of just wanted to refresh and uh you know like Brett said, I mean it's possible to change your mind in a week or even five minutes. So uh but here's another one for you guys the Raw after WrestleMania. There's always surprises, call-ups, returns. Um, it's one of the best shows of the year. Who, what are your, what are your bold predictions? As many as you may have, you guys may have two, you guys may have three. You may just have one. What are your bold predictions for Monday Night Raw? Cool. We'll start with you.
1: Gunther is going to be the first challenger for Cody Rhodes is one of my predictions another prediction is somehow the judgment Day all go to smackdown after wrestlemania because real wins the championship and we get a call up from i'm not going to say the call up because i think other people have already said it and i'm not going to steal anyone shine but we're going to get call ups from nxt um i think one guy we're going to get is going to join the Hurt business, and I'll say his name, Carmelo Hayes.
2: I was going to say, so replacement kind of stole a couple of mine. I think definitely, I think we're going to get a Randy Orton return. Braun Breaker gets a call up. And then I think if the first challenger for Cody, because I had a fantasy book this in my head, is going to be Finn and the Judgment Day because mentally in my head I prepared this where uh, Finn goes over Edge, Cody wins the title, they have a feud with Judgment Day and Cody Rhodes. Now Cody Rhodes is hilariously outgunned 3-1. to So who does he call his old mentor, Randy Orton, and Matt Riddle to even the odds? And after Cody, Finn have a match, Randy helps him fight off the Judgment Day, he RKOs Cody Rhodes. We get Heal Randy, and we set up our SummerSlam main event of Cody Rhodes versus Randy Orton.
1: And Matt Riddle's just standing around going, bruh. Yeah,
2: either I haven't <laughs> thought about what Matt Riddle's doing the entire time. Either he turns, or maybe Randy, as part of being an absolute menace to society, attacks him too. But I, I feel like that's the, to me, that's. What should be the SummerSlam main event is Cody versus Randy if Randy's physically ready to go.
0: Uh, I I do think uh, I do think the call up we get, um, I think we get uh, a couple. I think we get Gigi Dolan. Um, I think we do get Braun Breaker. I think uh, I think Braun is I think it's more than uh, more than time for Braun uh, to. I know Sean mentioned that he wanted to keep Braun in NXT as long as he could. Uh, but those those days are those days are no longer numbered. They're done. Uh, I think I think at stand and deliver. I think Braun um, Braun puts over Carmelo, and I think that uh, I think that Braun will debut on Raw, but he'll still spend a little bit of time, just enough to do one more job to Carmelo, and then officially be done with it and be on Rawl. The debuts. I I had one that I did for months, guys, and I don't think I'm doing it anymore. I think I'm I think I'm settled. I think I'm settled on it. I thought, win or lose, Cody would stand in the ring on Monday night, and um, a returning Zach Ryder, who denounces the Zach Ryder name and introduces the WWE Universe to Matt Cardona, debuts on Monday night. I don't think that happens anymore. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I I would love it. Um, I know that I know that he has hinted about going back to WWE, but man, the guy is still putting a lot of independent dates on the calendar. And if you know that if you okay. know you're not going to be able to make those and you know that you're gonna debut on Monday Night Raw, it's kind of a shitty thing to do. Um, wrestlers have done it before, but I mean because that, at the end of the day, you know, they they have to have ends meet anything could change. They could say, you know, they could say whatever. Um I, I saw it. I saw it. Let's let's pump the brakes real quick. I don't think that I don't think that Jay White is going to challenge Cody right away. Um, I think that would I think that would bury Cody as a baby face, and I think Hunter is smarter than that. Vince, not so much, but I think Hunter is way smarter than that.
1: I'm if just saying he could if you you. put
0: he could, but I think he debuts when AJ Styles returns. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think AJ Styles will return uh, shortly after. And when AJ Styles is in the middle of the ring, given his welcome back speech and introduces his brothers, the good brothers to come out and uh, celebrate with him. I, uh, I think that, I think that's when Jay strikes. Um, So, but like I said, because the if you bring Jay in, Jay's gonna get a massive pop from the crowd.
1: No, but Switchblade, yeah, on the Raw the night after WrestleMania would be a mega pop.
0: It would I definitely,
1: be. I definitely agree. It should not be anywhere around Cody. yeah, But I'd love to see. That would be that would be a big debut. Yep. Uh
0: you, you've got to feed you've got to feed Cody somebody like Gunther, like yeah. um, like Finn. Uh God, Cody, Cody running a program with uh with Finn while heel Dominic is in behind Finn's back running smack, talking smack. Uh co- the crowd would the crowd would uh just attach themselves to Cody's back and stand behind him.
1: There's another one I don't think would happen right away, but the story's already in place. There's one person he's gonna call out at some point that he wants to put the title up against. Because he wants to beat his A. And that would be Seth Rollins. Yep.
2: I think think the story there for his down the road is for a Cody versus Seth versus Roman triple threat match is already there. I think that's going to be an absolute banger. Cody and Seth have unfinished business. Cody and Roman will have unfinished business. Seth and Roman have unfinished business. I think a great triple threat match match is going to be in place after Roman returns down the road.
0: Yep. Yeah, that uh, the only thing the only I I will agree with replacement sports. I I think that if you do Cody and Gunther, you got to do it around you got to do it around a big one. Like SummerSlam, like Mania. You got to you can't just That's my only reserve about it is I feel like if you do it right after Mania, like the day after Mania, you introduce Gunther as Cody's next challenger. I feel like you've wasted a huge opportunity for a marquee match.
2: Absolutely. Again, two well,
1: two thirds are wrong, one third right.
0: Yep.
2: Absolutely, and part of that too is: Are they going to really have Cody lose his first title defense?
1: No. No. Whoever, no, no. Yeah, it's whoever not- he fights is really a sacrificial lamb.
2: Right. So now yeah. you got Cody, who's definitely beating Gunther, and there's really no reason for that. So definitely let Cody's title reign develop a ways down the road and then send Gunther after him. Well, Cody versus Omos. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: the worst fantasy book ever.
2: Vince McMahon yeah, just... Was. Vince McMahon sitting in his chair the entire time just yelling, at such good <laughs> shit.
1: The only person that agrees with me is Vince McMahon.
0: <laughs> ah... You guys got anything else?
1: There is one person, all jokes aside, that I do want to see, and I think could show up on Monday on that Monday Night Raw.
2: Who?
1: Big E.
0: Uh yes, um, because it's uh, it's about time. Mm-hmm. Yep. We it's hit it,
1: and hopefully, comes back as part of the new day.
2: Uh, so I think the only way they debut like Jay White on the night after WrestleMania is if you come in and you have him like beat Austin Theory for the title right away. But I completely agree. If you're not going to do anything major with him to make a massive impact, just save him for when Styles comes back. Other than that, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. We got Mania, the night after Mania. This is gonna be a phenomenal week for wrestling fans everywhere.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
2: I am very excited i must admit
1: very very excited wrestlemania like is that time of year even if you don't really watch you know wrestling every week you kind of jump onto it and start watching because it's like the super bowl for uh, professional wrestling right AEW has their events but none of them have been around long enough or had the same type of impact so far that you know wrestlemania has you know tna has their slammiversary whatever it's not the same uh but like this is this is that event, you know, and then the NXT having their event the same weekend I love. So yeah, it's just it's just great, man. The one disappointing thing about this whole entire thing is the Hall of Fame. This Hall of Fame class is just meh at best.
0: Yeah, you you gotta you gotta you gotta think though that at some point um, they were going to run out of people to reach out to and put in the uh, the Hall of Fame.
2: Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I don't really watch, like... I never really watched the full ceremony. Like, I'll go back and watch, like, the YouTube clip of maybe their speeches. I think the last full ceremony speech I watched was, like, Undertaker, but that's because Undertaker's my favorite wrestler of all time. But no, other than that, this, the Hall of Fame ceremony itself, is just really too long, and it's just kind of dull for me, so i agree i'm not looking forward to the hall of fame at all i'll probably just skip it and watch highlights later
0: i uh i i watched some of the speeches it just depends on just depends on who it is um i i you know uh i i hate that they kind of like they kind of um they knock them down a little bit now you know they they try to uh, limit you know how uh how long it is um uh, and the the reason why the reason why that kind of kind of irks me a little bit is because I I've always loved hearing wrestlers tell stories, so it's always yeah. like, man, like like what uh, what stories are we going to hear from this guy? And so that's why, you know.
1: But besides Rey Mysterio, I mean, do we even really honestly too much care about everybody else's stories?
0: Well, it just it, it depends. I mean, yeah, I I, I do just because I love hearing, I love hearing those old territory stories and um, you know stuff like that. Uh, I'll, I'll be interested to to hear Stacy Kuehler's speech. Um, you know, uh, one of the things that I had forgotten was, uh, you know, she was a huge wrestling fan before she got into wrestling. That's fair. Um,
1: That's fair. So. so she she may have some good stories about like things she watched when she was a kid, you know, and things like that. So that's fair. Yep. Bruce Miss Sports.
0: That's good. That's good. I like that.
1: And he does also say Taker should have gone in solo last year.
0: Yeah, we'd have more We'd have more people for this year.
1: Yep. And we needed it for this year because good grief.
2: Yep. You're
1: just not attracted to a casual fan or a lot of people that actually are fans like myself as well with, with your class. Yeah. But it's like you said, Chase, you gotta you got to do a better job of spreading out like don't put five or six really good people in one time. They've had years where you've like, man, everybody's great. Yeah. And then now this is we're paying for
0: it now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh that's why that's why I, I kind of agreed with the idea of Taker going in solo last year's. It, it would have uh it wouldn't have been as bad. So um
1: Well, Big Dave won't go in, so that's one thing that's that's hurting him.
0: I think I, I I you know and I'll be I'll I'll be serious with you. I think that was one of the things that kind of maybe hindered it. I think maybe they were trying to get Dave and Dave was like, no, nah, I'm good. And they were like, shit, like who do we call now? Right.
1: They're like they're like,
0: oh I think they were I think they were banking on having Batista and Ray go in the same year. Yeah,
1: but the so that would have made Batista the headline. That's what's crazy about it too.
2: Yeah.
0: All right, well, gentlemen, if that's uh, if that's all we got this week, yeah. let's uh, let's uh, let's do a roundtable here and let's close out. Cool. Tell everybody where they can find you on social media, my friend.
1: All right, so um, we'll go this route today. You can find me on Instagram at cool mccain. You can find me on Twitter at cool mccain. You can find me on Facebook, cool mccain. Oh, excuse me, Instagram is cool, at cool, underscore McCain, my bad. Um, YouTube, um, Eagles of Lake Podcast, and Play Color Sports Talk, and, of course, the Almighty Sports Empire Network.
2: And you can catch me. I'm on uh, Twitter, at Brett Gardipi, that's G-A-R-D-I-P-E-E, all lowercased. I also have a podcast, which I've kind of took a little bit of a break from, but I'm going to be recording episodes tonight to start putting out again. That's Garda Gardy three. You can find that on Spotify and anchor. And I'm also a writer for sports empire network. So you can check out my articles that get posted frequently.
0: Uh, Chase at CR media, 1988. You guys can find me on all forms of social media. Anything you can think of Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, Twitch, TikTok, YouTube, all of the above. Uh, that's where you can find me. Um, I uh, I cover independent wrestling to mainstream wrestling. Uh, wrestling is the deal. Wrestling is twenty four seven. So, in fact, I am uh, getting ready to leave in six hours um, to go uh, fly to LA for the whole week, um, and I have something planned every night. Uh, so sometimes two. Uh, Saturday, I'll be pulling double duty. Uh, I'll be going to NXT Stand and Deliver and WrestleMania Night 1. And then on Sunday, I'll be going to WrestleMania Night 2. So, appreciate everybody joining with us tonight. Appreciate everybody watching, showing love in the chat. Um, if you guys have not already, make sure you are following Sports Empire Network on all forms of social media. And do yourself a humongous favor. And as a way of saying thank you for supporting Sports Empire Network. Go to SeatGeek.com. If you like going to if you like going to theater, um, if you like going to concerts, sporting events, get your tickets on SeatGeek.com and use the promo code S-E-N. That's Sierra Echo November, uh, as in Sports Empire Network, uh, and get you twenty dollars off your first purchase. Uh, and like I said, that's our way of saying thank you for supporting Sports Empire Network, guys. Um, other than that, uh, we will be back next week. Uh, I may be on, I may not be on, um, depending on what I have going on. Uh, I do not get back from L.A. until Wednesday. So um, it depends on what is going on Tuesday. Uh, Other than that, have a good night.